Welcome to Aim Higher, a show designed to help us realize the leadership potential inside of all of us. I'm Skip Pritchard, CEO, author, blogger, student of success, and your host. We've been talking about servant leadership, a different type of leadership, a leadership based on service, based on focusing on the other person, and about caring. And we've been talking about the qualities of a servant leader. And today we're going to talk about the next quality of a servant leader, and that is that a servant leader encourages. Again, it sounds so very basic, but it is the hallmark of a servant leader in everything that they do. Imagine if your life was full of encouragement. Literally, as soon as your opportunity clock, as Zig Ziglar would say, goes off, you would hear this encouraging voice saying, it's going to be the best day because you are the best. This is awesome. You're awesome. Imagine if from the very beginning, you were filled with encouragement. You get up and your kids say, you are the best parent I could ever imagine. You get a call from your family. They're saying, you know, I just wanted to tell you that my life is so much richer because of you. You get to the office and people are stopping you everywhere to say, thank you. You are really making this difference. I mean, it would be a different day. Now you would wonder, how is this possible? I know I am sleeping, but nevertheless, you would have a phenomenal day. You would literally just float. All of us have had a little piece of encouragement from somebody really important to us, and it means something. We think about it for days afterwards. We tell everyone, we tell our, our family, our spouse, even if you're older, you may call your parent and say, listen to this, listen to what so-and-so wrote to me or said to me. A little encouragement goes a long way. Leaders do not encourage enough. The general rule is if we encourage people six to eight times more than we're doing it today, it would still not be enough. Encouragement is so needed. It is like the person is in a desert. It's like there is this un insatiable need for encouragement like water in a desert. The servant leader encourages, doesn't encourage in the wrong way, encourages authentically, truly, and honestly. We all need encouragement. You think about children all over the world, they're starved for positive reinforcement. That never really goes away. Everyone needs encouragement. And you can encourage someone today. Right now, listening to this podcast, today you can think about I'm going to send someone a quick email. I'm going to send a text. I'm going to send an email. I'm going to write a note. I'm going to get a card. Whatever it is, I'm going to reach out to somebody that I haven't talked to in a while, and I'm going to say, you know what? You were my first boss. You taught me this, this, and this, and I just want to thank you. It was really awesome, and I sure hope that you're still doing those things because it made such an impact on me. You know what that does? It's amazing. Recently, I had the wonderful opportunity to reach out and I couldn't find one of my high school teachers, English teacher, and her name is Connie Woodson. And she had an amazing impact on me. This African-American woman who was so powerful, so positive, and so very demanding. And by the way, the only teacher who actually really, really liked my brother, which usually I had to say whatever they said, I said, just so you know, so we start off this relationship, I would say, I am nothing like my brother, to which they would take a deep, deep breath because that was a good thing. And she, but she loved him and she loved me and she loved everybody because she just really wanted to understand them 
help them with their issues, back to the former quality of a servant leader, helping people with life issues. But she really got to understand us and really demanding. But anyway, she taught me some basics of writing that were so crucially important. So finally, through various ways, and Facebook with another one of my awesome teachers in writing, Jeffrey Katsu, I was able to find her. And I said, I called her up. And I think she's in her 80s or I don't know how old she is and long retired. And I said, I just want to thank you for helping me become a better writer. And in fact, I wrote a book called The Book of Mistakes. And it's not about all my mistakes in your class, but it's an actual book that hit the bestseller lists, translated into numerous languages around the world. And you are on every page because what you taught me is in every sentence I write. And what an incredible encouragement it was to her. But you know what I found? It was way more of an encouragement to me. What a tremendous day I had because I had done this and found her and tracked her down. So I was able to write a note, inscribe the book, and mail her a copy with that inscription that she was on every page. Everyone needs encouragement. So today, I encourage all of you to reach out and encourage somebody from your past, from your present. Think about, what can I do? Three times a day, put an encouragement reminder on your calendar and just think, you know what, I'm going to encourage somebody. And you may think it's small, but if you do this on a regular basis, it will make a measurable difference in so many people's lives. And I promise you, it will make an incredible difference in your life, much more than you could ever think about. And this is such an important part of it. Now, it has to be authentic. It has to be authentic. I know that sometimes I've been watching some of these shows, right? So you watch some of these talent shows. I'm thinking of American Idol. And they go around and, you know, I moved from Nashville, have a home in Nashville, and somebody would get up and, and they start singing and they are tone deaf. I mean, they are bad and they are loud. And it is embarrassing, but they seemingly don't know that. Somehow they have a disconnect between reality and fantasy. So they have believed that they are the next Bono, and yet you know that they are actually Bozo. And this little difference between being a rock star and being a clown is something that they are not aware of. Why? Because somebody has encouraged them falsely. So there's a danger in encouraging somebody falsely, right? You want to encourage people, but you want to encourage it in the right way. You don't want to encourage someone to do something that is unlikely or provide false praise. False praise would not be servant leadership. Servant leadership is serving and doing those things, but it's also leading. And leadership Inherent leadership is telling the truth and leading people to the best outcome. So you want to be authentic, I think, in everything that you do. So encouraging other people is vitally important. And there's a number of different ways that we can encourage people. But as I say, a true servant leader says, let's go do it, not you go do it, and is constantly looking at ways to encourage others. I remember when we interviewed Joel Osteen, he was talking about encouragement, and I found one of his quotes. He said, encouragement to others is something everyone can give. Somebody needs what you have to give. It may not be your money. It may be your time. It may be your listening ear. 
It may be your arms to encourage. It may be your smile to uplift. There's so many different ways that we can encourage people. It's important to build that into your daily life and encourage other people. It means a great deal at work. And so today our panel is going to talk a little bit about encouragement. We have Jennifer Collins, Drew Bordis, and Tammy Spade talking about this next incredible aspect of leadership and servant leadership, which is the ability to encourage. How about it? Being in a culture where the boss or a coworker or someone you work for is encouraging you, how does that impact you? Well, for me, it makes me want to fly. I, I love um, having an opportunity to receive feedback about something I've done or an approach I've taken, I, especially if I respect the person and trust the person. I think of encouragement really in, in four ways. The first is that it's building someone up. It's, it's building up their capacity, their perspective, their desire to achieve their comfort with taking risks. It's, it's building up. It's not tearing down. Um, also, just in a personal way, I think that's an important aspect of encouraging, doing it in a way that maybe would be less meaningful to us, but more meaningful to that individual. Could be notes. Lots of times it relates to words, but it also could just be um, a gift. It could be um, a, another type of compliment. And then just doing it as near time as possible. But you gave that great example, Skip, of sending that note to a teacher, completely surprising, completely unexpected, maybe even long forgotten by many of our other students. That's, that's incredibly powerful. You also just talked about giving. I think encouragement um, def is defined by giving. It's a gift that you give. It's not necessarily something you receive, although you're encouraged back. Definitely. That, it's that unexpected encouragement. I think that that's a key thing you just said because that's, you know, it's finding those little things that, that even people may not realize they're doing right or they're just doing it because it's their job and they're doing it and they're doing it well. But encouraging them from that perspective that's unexpected really, it does. It makes them want to, you know, grow more or do more. Um, you know, something personally for me that, that was totally unexpected, you know, we talk about how kids, they just, they want that praise, they want encouragement. I would say parents want that too. You know, you're raising your kids and you're like, one day, one day you're going to understand why, why this is the way it is. So our, our oldest child, he just graduated from college and this year for Mother's Day, he sent me a text, very long text, best text ever. Would you believe I went and copied it all, pasted it into a Word document so I could print it there's the little generational difference. but And it's now in my notebook, and I read it all the time because, you know, being a parent is one of the hardest jobs out there. And so just knowing that you did it and you did it well and you're now being appreciated for it. Take, it to, take it to Hobby Lobby. They do a great job of matting it and framing it. <laughs> take, it up, take it up another level. <laughs> Which, and building on something uh, Jennifer said, you know, I, I think at work, encouragement and recognition kind of – I think about them together. Like, like it's not just in my mind, it's not just, I think you can do this type of encouragement, but wow, that was amazing that you did that. And it's really important and you are gifted at it. Please do more of it. And, um, and we, I, you know, we have built that into our culture just in, in small ways. Um, you know, in our executive monthly report, that's only two pages, right. For a whole division. I, I got two pages once a month I can talk about. We have built in an area about people to recognize, 
and not teams, not projects, but people. And that, you know, as I've seen that over months and months and months of, of reports from all of us, that could be from executive directors to interns. And it's, it's amazing because it really just does put a habit in place of recognizing, well, who, who do I want to, who am I going to point out? What am I going to say? And then, and then, oh my gosh, they get a note from the CEO about it. And I can't tell you how that blows people away. So it's, it's that just building that recognition into your culture that says, you know, I encourage you, I appreciate you. You did something amazing and I noticed it. It's awesome. And you know, what's awesome about it is the specificity. Mm-hmm. You know, oftentimes yes. when you're in a culture where someone says, oh, I just want to thank you. You're doing really great. You're the best team ever. I know you can do anything. Right. right. It's, it's so it's, yeah. big. It's so out there, right? It's so whatever that you're not actually impacted by it as if I say, you know, I want to thank you because you worked with this provider mm-hmm. and you d- negotiated this arrangement with which brought this outcome and made this impact and what a difference that is making. And it, 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 it says, no, you actually get it. And it's not just, oh, good job. I, you're really good with the details or you're such a people person. Th- that, that may be nice. There may be times when that's needed or that's appropriate. But I think it's that specificity that gets me. That's what I remember of you specifically did this and that really, I really appreciate yeah. that. I don't know how, about you, but how does the praise impact you? more specific, usually better, right? I tell my team, I need the little executive pat on the head and then I'll, I, yeah, then I can run around and do all kinds of things. Yeah. So time out, the time on the agenda is please tell me how awesome I yeah, am right? yeah. and then we'll move on. Yeah, but be specific. <laughs> yes. We have a little program here called You Rock and it's yeah. centered around this issue of encouraging one another and thanking one another. And it's really small. We've got, you know, gift cards. We And we give these packages to people. And I remember when we were putting this together, we give this little package to every employee. And in the package are some little gift cards, note cards, a few other things that you could use to just tell someone you rock. Well, and of course, you rock, for those of you who maybe don't speak English as a first language, means, you know, you're fabulous, you're awesome, you did a, a, an incredible job. But it does encourage you. In, in Europe, you, they don't know you're awesome. They would say, you're not You're bad. pretty good. Not yeah, bad. You're not bad. You're so-so. Right. That'd be the UK version. You're so-so. <laughs> they, so. They, that would translate to you're awesome. <laughs> but it does allow you to really easily go ahead and just say thank you. And you'll walk around people's work areas, and I'll see people who have five years worth of just these little notes, very specific, from something small they did. It might have even just been answering a question that they viewed as really part of their normal day-to-day work, but they'll post them all over their work area and hopefully encouraging them as they reread them, maybe on a little tougher day. Mm-hmm. You know, I think I think one area, you know, where we were talking about generalities versus specifics where, where you can use generalities is when you witness them in the moment. Cause you know, you know how we're all good at, at different things, but you don't, you don't really recognize your own sometimes. And so when you see somebody do something where you're like, wow, I really like the way you handled that conversation or I, I just could not have done that in that meeting doing that on the spot. I think really, um, also is just a nice way. It's simple, right? But it, it means a lot and we can't see those about ourselves sometimes. Right. But it really does change the culture. And you're talking about the, you rock packets. And that to me is wonderful because we were looking for a way for praise, not to always come hierarchical. Top kind down. Of top right. down. Yeah. 
but it gives everybody that opportunity because servant leadership is not about just the top of the organization. It's about the whole organization, about everybody. doesn't matter where you are. You can be a leader. Leadership is not positional. It's personal. And if you want to be a leader, if you want to be a servant leader, watch what happens if you regularly point out other people's success and you regularly get specific. You'll be promoted. You might not even want to be promoted. Maybe you should watch how many encouraging notes you send out. You're like, I don't <laughs> want that job. But, but it really does make a difference. When you have an encouraging culture, it is the opposite of this hypercritical culture. Again, it doesn't mean that you don't have critical issues, and it doesn't mean that you don't have genuine criticism designed to help people get better, but you can do it in a way that actually encourages people in a positive way instead of one where you're struggling and people are just you know, you know, constantly criticizing and, and pulling you down. I think it's a a different type of feeling if you have that that culture where people are really truly trying to encourage you at all times. There's an unknown quote that I love called a word of encouragement during a failure is worth more than an hour of praise after success. So true. And I think that's the other thing because we're talking about encouragement we're thinking about it always in this you did a great job. But you know sometimes the results not so good. But it may not be the person's fault, or it may be the effort, et cetera, or, or they may have done something wrong. There may be mistakes. I wrote a book about them, right? But you want to recognize the person's not bad. The, 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 the outcome may be not what they wanted. But when somebody encourages you in those times, that's really when you need it, right? When things didn't go so well, and you look at the crowd, and they are gone, right? They're gone. Think about Jim Rohn. He was telling a story about a baseball game, and you know, the team needs you. If you, if you really for your team and, and it's, it's the eighth inning and they're losing so bad that all the fans have left, you know, that that's not good for the team. He says, if dude, if you do nothing else, just stay for the team because they need you, right? Encourage them in the rut. You know, who really loves you are the people who are there with you, even when you're losing in the eighth inning. Oh Yeah. Right. It's the parents who are there encouraging on the sidelines, regardless of the outcome, but encouraging the person and the boss at work or the coworker at work or whatever organization you're in is, is there for you encouraging even when things aren't going so well. I think that's far more impactful. It's far more uh, meaningful when someone's there with you in those difficult times, personal times, caring about life issues. Uh, just there, just with you, just saying, I'm, I'm with you. What do you need? Maybe I'm just going to be here. I don't want, you don't have to talk about it. Let's just, let's just be it and have a cup of coffee or have a beer or whatever. It, it means something. So Jennifer and I have found that peanut M&Ms are a tremendous <laughs> encouragement. Grace. Tremendous yes. encouragement. They're high yes. in protein as well. They I would are. have to agree with that. They're, they're health food, aren't yeah, they? they? Oh, definitely. We've sponsored gone through many, many bags. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say, my disclosure is this has not been sponsored by any organization, including M&Ms. And who did I mention before? That Not sponsored by I them either. Yeah. So encouraging people, I think, is uh, is something that's a skill for leadership to know when do I do it? How often? What do I encourage? The specificity. How do I encourage people in the downtimes? Even if I'm mad about something, how do I look at the person, not just the results? And really think about constantly developing this culture and this feeling of 
I'm with you at all times. I think encouragement is very, very important. So I would encourage you today to think about three people you want to encourage. Think about something very specific that you admire about that person, about what that person has done, and communicate it today. Email, text, handwritten note, Instagram message, video call, phone call, pigeon. It doesn't matter. Just get that message across of uh, encouragement. You'll really find it will come back to you. It may be years later, but you will encourage that. When you encourage others, you're pushing the first domino over and you will not believe the ripple effects of your effort. So I encourage you to encourage others, encourage your family, encourage those around you, and think about authentic places in your culture, in your family, in your neighborhood, wherever you live, to encourage other people. It makes a massive, massive difference. Find your favorite blogger. Send a note of encouragement for an article or something they did, a YouTube video, a tweet, whatever. There's so many ways. It doesn't take long just to send back a little bit of encouragement. So thank you very much, panel, for talking about encouragement. It is a very critical part of leadership and servant leadership and developing a culture that is awesome. I am passionate about developing people and cultures that encourage. Thanks for listening to Aim Higher with Skip Pritchard. Check out skippritchard.com for more episodes, interviews, book reviews, and leadership insights. And if you like what you hear, please rate us in iTunes. Until next time, remember, don't settle for the mediocre, always aim higher.